Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Today we're going to talk about something that often gets the negative connotation and quite frankly, a lot of times rightfully so. We're going to talk about the ego today. The ego. But we're going to talk about this and see how the ego could actually be a positive thing, be a good thing. But it's a very fine line between the ego serving a positive purpose in our performance versus a negative purpose in our performance. And oftentimes, the ego actually functions as the latter. It actually, you know, hurts our performance. But if we can learn to use the ego correctly, then it actually can help us and aid us in our performance. So we've got to be able to figure out how to do that. Now, at its very essence, what is the ego? It's this thing inside of us that is looking out for number one, right? It's, it's a very selfish thing. It's looking out for me, me, me. It's a very carnal thing. It's a very prideful thing that is always looking to get the edge for itself. It's always looking to accomplish something that's going to make it more comfortable, elevate its status, make it more successful, so on and so forth. And oftentimes, how do we, how do we know if the ego is accomplishing this? Well, we know because we make comparisons to other people or other things, right? We need something to contrast our ego against. And oftentimes that's how we get that validation. And this ego is always working to do that. That's its end goal, right? But if we know our ego well enough, if we know ourselves well enough, we understand that this ego is oftentimes never satisfied, right? Like we could quench that ego for a short period of time, but sooner or later, we're going to look and find another thing to compare to. And our ego is going to say, but I want to get up to that branch in the tree, which is higher than the one that I'm currently at. And so I want to begin the process of getting there, right? In and of itself, this ego, again, can be used to help us, to elevate our performance. Now, how could it do that? Well, if we're thinking about it, is it a bad thing for me to want to elevate my level of performance? Is it a bad thing for me to want to accomplish a loftier goal than the one that I currently have set before me? It's not. So in principle, the ego is actually a good thing. The ego is the thing that gets us off the couch. The ego is the thing that gets us to do the work. The ego is the thing that allows us to push through fatigue. But we've got to be careful because the ego oftentimes can run out of control if not tethered. What I mean by that is we can get caught up in this web of constantly making comparisons, constantly looking to other things, constantly wanting to continue to climb up this tree of success towards higher branches. And then we get caught up in this frenzy. 
the rat race is what a lot of people call it. And now all of a sudden we're never satisfied. We can never rest. We can never find joy in whatever it is that we're doing. And that's not a way for us to live our lives. That is not, that does not settle well with our soul, the deepest longings of our soul to be satisfied. We can't if we don't check that ego. But the ego, if we can find that balance, and I use that term loosely, but if we can find that balance, if we can find that sweet spot between allowing the ego to essentially pull us, essentially lead us, essentially provide that little bit of a kick in the pants, a little bit of that motivation to explore different areas, to do certain things, to take some risks, to get uncomfortable. If we can allow the ego to do that at different times, but then if we can turn off that ego or turn down the volume on that ego and allow ourselves to rest in some of the things that we're accomplishing in seeing how these things are to be enjoyed, to take in the view, to enjoy the ride, the journey that we've been on, then we get into, we can get into this rhythm where it's a back and forth. We let the ego off the leash for a little bit of time. We let the ego do its thing. We let it move us. We connect with it. And then we perform at a higher level. We realize new limits. We achieve our goals. And then we put the ego back on the leash and we have it sit. And we think about and reflect on the things that we have done. What have we learned? How did we grow? Because you see, if you've ever felt this, many of us have. Success in and of itself is actually very empty, isn't it? Achieving a goal is actually a very empty thing. We put in all this time. We put in all this effort. We put in all this work. And then we achieve this goal. And if all we're after is the achievement of that goal, is getting that particular thing, then we all know that that moment is very fleeting. That moment doesn't last very long. And actually, when we get to that moment and we achieve that goal, we think about it and go, I don't really necessarily know that the work that I put in was worth it, that the sacrifice that I put in was worth it. Because we're trading all of that work and that sacrifice for a very, lots of times, inconsequential thing. But, see, the middle part there is between the setting of that goal and the making of those sacrifices and achieving that goal and getting to that level of performance or success, there was a process. There was these things that we went through on a daily and maybe even weekly, monthly, yearly, if you've got those kind of goals basis. And we should have learned or we should learn something from that. And we should, that's where we got better and being able to reflect on that. But if we don't put that ego on the leash, then we don't get that time because the ego very quickly will, okay, great, you did that, but now let, let's go to the next thing. 
So we've got to be careful with that. And then here's the last thing that I'm going to say that could help in terms of using our ego to aid our performance is this. If you're going to let the ego off the leash and you're going to let it do its thing, you're going to let it roam around and pull you, then you've got to have the mindset that you're going to have to be able to back that ego up. Because if you see, if you look at successful people, if you look at, you know, great athletes in sports, oftentimes folks think that they are not humble. They think that they're egos are out of control. But upon further study of these individuals, a lot of times what we find is that they are exercising this principle. They know they've let their ego off the leash. They've done that. They've put in the work and and the ego has led them to a certain place. But now on the, the court, on the stage, in the race, during the performance, wherever it happens to be, they understand that now, if they're going to let this ego off the leash, then they've got to back up where the ego has been leading them. They've got to show that they were actually worthy of being led by that ego to this particular place. And a lot of times that looks like a very confident individual. It looks like an individual that walks and talks a certain way. And in the throes of competition, a lot of times it looks like an individual that may say or do some things that may come off as a complete lack of disregard for other fellow competitors or teammates. But what's beneath the surface there on a deeper level within that individual is they're just trying to back that ego up. They're just trying to get themselves to that place where the ego said, hey, you belong up here. Come get here and perform at this level because this is what we've been working on. And if you can do that, and if you can see that that way, then the ego actually can help us. But again, we've got to be careful because if we don't watch it, then we've also seen examples of some athletes that you can tell can't turn the ego off. They, they don't ever put it back on the leash and it keeps going and going and going and going. And there is a problem with that because that person then does become a person that does not exercise humility, does not have regard for other people around them. And it does actually stunt their growth and their success. So there it is, the ego, it's not a terrible thing. It oftentimes, as I say on this podcast, it is what you make of it. It is what you allow yourself to, you know, do with that particular thing. And if we can come into this relationship with our ego where we can let it, let it do its thing, but then bring it back and then let it do its thing and then bring it back. And if we can get into this kind of a rhythm, then it, it'll help us because we, we need to have that because ultimately human beings, we are ambitious. All of us do want to achieve great things and all of us are capable of achieving great things. So this ego is just that mechanism 
that speaks to us and wants to prompt us in the direction of achieving better and being a better version of ourselves. All right, folks, that's what I've got for you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. And uh, we'll chat again soon. Until then, have a fantastic rest of your day.